Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thursday, January 26th, 2023. We're Grant and Danny. You are listening to The Fan. Thank you for making the show part of your day. Judy Bautista of NFL Network stops by at 3. She's had a bunch of reports on Daniel Snyder over the last several months. Looking forward to talking to her. And at 4 o'clock today, ahead of the Beltway Blitz, we got passes to go to the D.C. Auto Show. Daniel will be there tomorrow. I am headed there tomorrow, yeah. The D.C. Auto Show goes through the 29th. We got a four-pack of passes for you. We're giving those away at 4 right here on Grant and Danny. We got a busy little day today, my friend. You and I put a little rundown together. We got some news in the NFL coaching carousel. We got some uh, the matters of real playoff sport. Talking about four really, really good football teams vying for that Super Bowl. I remember Super Bowls. Super Bowls are fun. They're fun. So I've heard. They're fun. I've only seen them from afar. You should they, try to get one, man. They look very fun. You ever gotten one? They're so fun. Never gotten one. Mm-hmm. I've gotten a Stanley Cup, Yep. and I've got myself a World Series, and those were a lot of fun. So I can only imagine what a Michael Lombardi trophy would be like. So I was chatting with a uh, another parent this morning, and it came up the fact that you and I, incorrectly, but whatever, you and I rode in the... World Series parade as if we accomplished something. Weird thing that happened. It's just a it, again, it's the I don't know if the rings are weirder or the parade is weirder, but the whole thing is just so ridiculous. You always act like I wasn't playing left field in October. Yeah. I was. Well, I was, you know, I was I played seven games in left field. <laughs> I had to I had five fly balls I had to catch, and I caught all five of them. Except for the one we don't talk about. The one we don't talk about. It's still just so insane. But for some reason, it came up again. I was like, I was trying to explain what the scene was like, right? Like, we're on the bus, and there's thousands of people, and everyone's so happy, and they're throwing his beers. And the best play that season that anybody affiliated with the Nationals made (laughs) in any organization, you know exactly where I'm going, at any level, rookie ball all the way up through the show, winning game seven, et cetera. It's not Howie Kendrick's homer. It's not Juan Soto back-to-back after Anthony Rendon off Clayton Kershaw. No, no, no. There's a beer that had no business being caught. And your little hand scooped that beer with that was flipping at like a weird axis, topsy turvy angle, end it's over like, end, yeah. like a kickoff to Brian Mitchell back in 1998. What should have happened is that beer clanks off the side of the bus. The driver gets annoyed, or like whoever the security guard up there that was telling us not to do stuff uh, was should be irritated. What happened instead is Grant scooped it and snagged it. Odell Beckham style, like it was the most casual thing in the world. Taps the top and drinks it down. I've seen video of it a thousand times. I still can't explain it. That's the best play of the season. It was one of my favorite moments of my life to this moment. Like, did you know in real time that you just made the best catch of the year? It felt cool. It was. that makes sense. It was cool. It felt like if I was watching this, that was pretty cool to see. So, yeah, you kind of know you made a play. Yeah. But you can't gloat about it. You got to get ready for the next. Tip your cap to the fans. There's another beer coming somewhere. You got sunglasses. I'm telling you, Grant did like kind of the the most interesting man in the world face. Catches it, taps the top, starts drinking it. It kind of looked off into the sunset. People were go- losing their minds. What a day that was. What a day. That is something that we experienced. 
And as you said correctly, we shouldn't have. But we were lucky enough to that whatever happens moving forward with this show or yeah. they can't take that they one away. They can't take it, man. Like that day existed. There were thousands and thousands of people wearing red, lining the streets, screaming. Most of them didn't know or care about us, but at so, all. Some of them said nice things. Yeah, and, th- and threw his peers. It was really, really the, fun. There was a moment in time where they're going, We have a couple extra seats on this bus. Who should we fill it with? Names were thrown out. Names. Ideas, nominees, and they settled on Grant and Danny. The Fine. bus in front of us had Strauss, and yep. the bus behind us had Max. They had Zim and Max and, I mean, and what, a bunch of the vets. Here? And then here's us. Hi, there, guys. There was a uh, there's a bunch of the really tall Clydesdale horses right in front of us, too. That's right. Don't forget that. I won't. What a day. Frank Reich's having himself a day. This just broke before we got on the air. We were talking yesterday about how long it's taking the teams that have vacancies for head coaching jobs to make hires. There are five openings in the NFL. This is the longest we could remember teams going without the first hire, the first domino to fall. Well, we got ourselves a hire in the NFL. Frank Reich, the longtime former head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, has been hired by the Carolina Panthers. He will take over as the head coach for Carolina under owner David Tepper this year. Reich started in Indianapolis in 2018 as the head coach, went 10-6. and six. Two of his first three years, they won double-digit games. They narrowly missed the playoffs in his fourth year with Carson Wentz, 9-8 and eight that year. With one win in the final week of the season, they would have been in the playoffs for the third time in four seasons, which is an accomplishment. Then they got off to a 3-5-1 and one start this year, and they blew him out for Jeff Saturday, who ended up winning one game for the rest of the season. So Frank Reich, a retread, 61 years old, former quarterback in the NFL, obviously ties to the area, went to the University of Maryland, gets the first coaching job. He's the first guy to get hired. He goes to Charlotte. I think that's a decent job. I said yesterday it's the best of the five jobs. you got to find a quarterback, and that's a big, big deal. That's a big problem. But it's not the Texans where they've fired coaches two straight off seasons. It's not the Cardinals where your quarterback's out for the next calendar year. You're not saddled with anything. It's not a huge mess. It's not the Broncos where Russell Wilson's contract looks like a fiasco. It's a challenge, certainly, right? But the division's bad, and you're a couple savvy moves away from being, you know, pretty relevant. I mean, who's who's insurmountable in that division, right? Nobody is. That was the worst division in football. The Bucs won that division by default because no one else would take it from them. Carolina was playing in the final week of the season with a chance chance. in a year where they – fired a head coach, and traded their best player. I mean, that that is the closest thing to a tank as you're going to see, and they still, because the division was so bad, accidentally almost won the thing. So Atlanta's, I think, a team on the rise, but I don't think they're ready to strike fear in your heart just yet. New Orleans is a pretty solid organization, but again, nobody's a world beater. So that's not a bad job by, by any stretch. Bad cap situation in New Orleans, too. Yeah, like They're always going to be decently coached and have some okay players, but they also don't have the wiggle room or the mm-hmm. uh, flexibility to make a big, violent jump forward, really. So I, I have a bit of a, a hot take here about Frank Reich. I think that's a good coach. And I know that people are going to say, what? What are you talking about? Three, four different quarterbacks in four years. Not yeah. of his doing. Now, I, I will blame him for, for advocating for Carson Wentz. I, was I think say, that Wentz was a mistake. kind of is doing. That. He likes Carson Wentz. That that is a that is a flaw as a, a talent evaluator or as a guy that's that's picking his dude. But it's it was luck. It was Brissett. It was Rivers, and they were really good for the most part for a few for a few seasons in a row. It all fell apart this year, obviously, uh, with with the bad plan that was Matt Ryan and company. 
But I think that guy can coach offense. I think he's a pretty you know good leader. I don't think he's a world beater. I don't think he's great. I think that guy's pretty good. I think it's hard knocks, honestly, because I also love Frank Reich. Watching the Colts on hard knocks, I overrated them for a couple straight years. I overtalked about Chris Ballard. I overtalked about Frank Reich. I, I, I say this all the time. There is a wonderful, delicious cologne that, that comes with being on hard knocks when you see someone operate. Because the fact is, I think most coaches in the NFL are probably impressive when you see them giving speeches at the podium leading a team. You only get the insight into some of those coaches, though, with the access of that show. But I'm with you. I actually like Frank Reich. I think he's pretty good. Is he one of the top five coaches in the league? Not necessarily. But in a world where there's 32 of them, how many coaches in the league right now are worse than Frank Reich? I would say there are several. Like That guy getting another job makes sense to me. I think the situation went sideways in Indianapolis more than he just stopped coaching them well. But just as an example, if there was a situation where there was an opening here this offseason and they hired Frank Reich, I would not be disappointed by that. That I think that's the best way to put it, He's Grant. a professional, solid NFL head coach. I, I may not be doing spin kicks, like, oh, my God, we found the next great one. But that would not be one of those where I'm going, seriously, this this is what we're going with? Again, I, I think he's gotten beat up, understandably. I, I know how it happened, but you, you touched on it very well. That Colts team wasn't particularly good. They were a game under 500, basically, with him when, when he got canned. And I think they managed like two first downs the rest of the year. Numbers approximate. I, I think that guy's a pretty good football coach. That's where I'm at. Wanted to get that out of the way right off the top. That's the breaking news. Frank Reich to the Panthers just came down before we got on the air here on Grant and Danny. And Heisty will have more on that coming up in about 20 minutes. Speaking of which, today, Caps Penguins Day, baby. Oh, right. Best rivalry in D.C. sports. Hoping to get over to the arena tonight. In D.C., Caps got to have it. Tied in points right now in the standings with Pittsburgh. Big game this evening. Happy Caps Penguins Day, Danny. This is the finest of the days in the Caps season. Pittsburgh's had way too much success against Washington recently. Oh, yeah. Very, very frustrating. And it's not like it's a great time for the Capitals who come in reeling a bit. John Carlson, long-term IR. Tom Wilson out after taking a puck to the leg. Nicholas Backstrom's been ill, unavailable. Our guy Nick Dowd, who was on the show yesterday, not playing right now. So, they're in flux from a roster standpoint again, but your boy gets up for the Penguins. I'm hoping TJ Oshie can get back into the lineup tonight. He came home, wasn't with the team at the end of their road trip out west as he and his wife welcomed their fourth child. So congratulations to the Oshies. Yeah, I think the Caps have played a few more games as well uh, than Pittsburgh. Only three games in hand, which is so many, by yeah, the way. which is so many. So they're tied in points, but not really, if that makes sense. Yeah, they, they're behind the Penguins. They need it, uh, and they need it bad. I knew I'd forgotten. Obviously, that it was tonight. As when I first woke up this morning, I had a pit in my stomach. The anxiety I have, and like the like the terrible feeling, just because of how much I hate them, and I'm so tired of them, and everything about them, and how annoying they are, and how much joy they've stolen from me. That's what that was. I couldn't put my finger on it. Now I have. I, I just I need you to beat the Penguins. We'll figure out the rest later. I need you to beat the Penguins just beat for them. me. Just beat the Penguins for me. That's on what I need. On home ice, take care of your business. Yeah, huge game for the Caps tonight. We got a lot on it coming your way today on Grant and Danny. All right, let's begin here. There's been so much talk about Sean Payton and the Commanders. And if you're wondering why this is happening, it's because Colin Cowherd on his show basically floated speculative, floated with speculation that maybe they're a mystery team that's on Sean Payton, that's in on the sweepstakes. 
And he used a report from Diana Rossini that suggested there might be a mystery team that could have interest in Sean Payton to link the commanders to the longtime Saints head coach who has won a Super Bowl. Here's the audio from Cowherd show that everybody has been talking about. So she had a tweet yesterday, which is very interesting. She said there's an unnamed team, quote, waiting in the wings and could get ducks in a row, potentially landing Sean Payton. Now, when she says that, a lot of people are like, oh, we're going to be the Cowboys. Let me throw out a team. Diana Rossini has connections to Washington. Throw out Washington. Why? No bad contracts. They can cut Carson Wentz tomorrow. They have several, several great young players at key positions. Edge rusher, receiver, left tackle, running back, key positions. They've got them. Uh, They need to upgrade the offensive line a little. They need a quarterback, Carr Garoppolo on the market, Taylor Heineke and Sean Payton. I mean, Ron Rivera and Taylor Heineke were competitive. What do you think he'd do with an offensive coach and all those young players getting better? So remember, March, when Diana Rossini says ducks in a row, does that mean my interpretation is ducks in a row is Washington by March getting their new owners? This is a city 30 years ago may have been the most rabid fan base in the league. Washington 30, 40 years ago, the waiting list for tickets was, you know, I remember watching Pat Summerall and years ago talk about, it was like thousands, tens of thousands of people waiting list. Now you can't fill the stadium. So waiting in the wings, ducks in a row, I don't think that's Dallas. I think you got to keep your eye on Washington. So that's Colin Cowherd on his show yesterday. And what a lot of people are doing are saying, well, maybe Sean Payton to the commanders and Let's discuss that. Is it going to happen? And I'm just not willing to do that, frankly, because this isn't a report. This is Diana Rossini saying that there is an, a, a mystery team. Cowherd is speculating that it might be Washington. And this is what happened in, in, in media a lot now is all of a sudden it becomes Cowherd says Sean Payton to the commanders. The only reason I think this is getting any credence from a lot of people is Sean Payton worked with Colin Cowherd all year. So that's an important element of this. He sat in his studio on Monday all season long. And I think people are just assuming that Sean Payton told him at some point, hey, the commanders are interested in me. But you hear enough in there when he talks about several great young players. I'm a big Charles Leno guy. but He's not a young up-and-coming star when he, he says left tackle. He talks about Taylor Heineke and Sean Payton when Heineke is probably unlikely to be here and even more unlikely to be the starter at this point. So it makes you remember that he doesn't really know the team that well, right? He's also acting like Diana Rossini having a report must be from D.C. because she came from D.C. and she's super connected here. She was here years ago. She Mm -hmm. was on the beat when I was on the beat. I've been doing a show with you for nine years, right? So she's more plugged in in other markets now than D.C. So I I I poo-poo that. I don't don't think much of that. So I I hear this and I hear conversational fodder. Just somebody saying, what if, dot, dot, dot. And that's about how much credence I give it. We could react to a lot of things that are said on TV shows around the country. We try not to do that. I think the only thing different about this is that he does work directly with Sean Payton every single Monday in studio with him. And if Payton at some point dropped that nugget on him and he's perpetuating it now in this way, that's interesting to me. 
But that's a big leap, I would say. Yeah, there's there's a stark difference here between, let's say, you and I sharing an, an opinion where I go, I think the commanders might be in on Sean Payton, right? Like, I, I think that might might happen. And I can give you my reasoning based on circumstantial evidence. I think that's welcome. That's, that's a discussion item, right? That's what we're doing here. That's what we all kind of have in, in terms of these conversations. There's a difference between that and what I call the non-report reports, which are, which are now plaguing sports media, okay? So whether you're carrying water for somebody as a reporter, whether you're, you've gotten the word from an agent or something like that, maybe someone's not lying to you, but it's not what it used to be. It used to be, and I know this sounds like an old man take, but it used to be Sean Payton will be signing with Washington. If you're just tuning in, that's not happening. I'm just giving hypotheticals. Sean Payton will be the coach of Washington. That's a report. The... Lead up to that, because we've got to fill 24-7, 365, is now, here's something that makes sense. That's very, you, know, you see what I'm saying? That's When we go from, we're, we're giving you semi-report towards or, or versus actual opinion, I just get so irritated. All this dude does, and now this is my own personal bias here. All yeah, this dude does, don't like I can't stand him. The same guy that said Dak Prescott's a backup tight end, John Wall will never win because he danced, that he would take Carson Wentz over Aaron Rodgers and never once has been accountable for anything he says. Just continues to throw things out there and hides behind the idea that, well, I say a lot of stuff. Please try to be accountable for what you say. This, to me, is the, you can't prove him wrong because if it doesn't happen, he never said it was going to happen. He's saying to watch out for. Okay, well, what am I supposed to do? Do I, do, I, do I still eat breakfast? Do I have to pick up my kid later or am I watching out for something? What, what does that mean? It's the most empty I sound sophisticated, I sound plugged in, but I'm not. I'm not at all. There's nothing plugged in about what he's saying, but you make it, you present it like it is. Does that make any sense? Like I, Something about that really irritates me and rubs me the wrong way. Well, there, this is now my pet peeve, right? Whereas yours might be cowherd related. I like Colin Cowherd more than you do, but my pet peeve is when people pass off comments, speculations, suggestions, Thoughts as reports. Mm-hmm. And it gets, it's hard, right? Because sometimes you wear multiple hats. A reporter might do a talk show. A talk show host might have a report. But there is a very distinct difference between someone saying, this is definitively going to happen, I'm reporting this, and this is something that might happen, right? If we're to come out today and tell you the commanders are hiring Ken Zampezi as their offensive coordinator, and I heard this through a source, that's a report. If I say, hey, I'm hearing that there's a good chance they hire Ken Zampezi, that's not a report. And I think some, I know for a fact, because I see how it's reported, that media members have a real hard time deciphering between the two. And I have a, a pet peeve about this, where someone says something and now so-and-so is reporting that. No, they're not. They're just saying that might happen, or they're saying they've heard something, or they're saying they might have a a nugget on this. A report is black and white. A report is hard and fast. A report is this is happening, this has happened, this will happen. There's no wiggle room there. You're going to be right or you're going to be wrong. And so that, to me, is kind of my pet peeve if we want to play that game Mm -hmm. on this cowherd audio that I hear everyone now talking about. But in general, it makes no sense to me. You can't hire a coach in March, can you? We've never seen that for a reason. What does this mean? So they get a new owner in March, and then they're going to blow out the entire staff, 
And Peyton's going to come in here and hire all of his assistants, many of whom are working at other places. They can't get out of those jobs. So what does he do? So does he inherit this staff for a year? So he's taking over the same OC that Ron just hired, and you're basically going, Ron's out, Peyton's in for the first season. It doesn't make sense from a timeline standpoint either. I, I don't understand how it would be a thing. And again, Rossini didn't say the commanders, if they can get their ducks in a row, really like the idea of Sean Payton. She just said a team. It could be any team. It could be the Cowboys. It could be the Bucks. It could be anybody. And he's just kind of decided it's Washington. And now the, the media Ducks circus, means ownership. <laughs> what? The, the media circus descends upon this now. But I figured we could start. I don't know if we're pouring cold water on it or not, but just kind of saying everyone is talking about this. It's not like we're not hearing it. I just don't know how much time we need to spend on it right now. If Diana comes out or Cowherd comes out and says, Sean Payton and the commanders had a meeting at uh, a steakhouse in Ashburn. Now let's have a conversation. Yeah, we know that Payton's interviewed with a bunch of teams. Well, it turns out one of them is the commanders. Okay, now we got something. Let's let's talk about it all day. Grant and Danny with you on the fan. Wait till you hear what one of the biggest stars in sports has been doing for every game he's ever played in in his entire career. So gross. Gross. I mean, it really, I saw this and I'm like, that can't be true. And then I saw a picture to accompany it and I said, yeah, that's probably true. You're listening to the fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, Grant and Danny on the fin. MLB just put out a tweet. I don't know whether to laugh or cry. But they did put out this tweet, and it is a question that they're asking their 10.6 million followers. It says, the choice is yours. Who will win the National League East this year? Oh, there are only a few nominees. The graphic shows Francisco Lindor of the Mets. Mm-hmm. It shows, I don't know how they chose these players because it's kind of random, but JT Romuto for the Phillies, who got to the World Series last year. They did, yeah, they did, yeah. It shows, I believe, Michael Harris of the Atlanta Braves, who's their up-and-coming superstar, who was the 
rookie of the year last year in the National League. Who just probably signed a 20-year extension at $10 a year. Jazz Chisholm of the Marlins. What national do you think got the the face of the franchise graphic play here? Who will win the NL East? Um, Kibber Ruiz? Josiah Gray? How about Joey Manessis? Longtime national. Joey Manessis. Who will win the NL East? I'm going to go with the team that has Joey Manessis on the graphic. Who uh, did well in AAA last year before getting called up and was the talk of Major League Baseball for a couple of months. I don't think he played 60 games at the with the big club. Last year. You're focusing on the wrong thing. Yeah. Okay. Joey Manessis. I want you to know that my daughter was first on the scene. You guys all got in late. She was in early on. Well, she said she hated Joey Manessis or didn't want Joey Manessis or didn't like Joey Manessis. That's true. And then. But that was the first day he got called. And then it changed. Right. Right. Like he went one for four and she was like, okay, he's in. I think she, but she was the first person in DC to say his name at least. I see. Even though she said she hated Joey Manessis. (laughs) No one knew Joey Manessis yet. No one knew. When she had said that. And the Nationals what happened? do not score. You don't have to remind us, Charlie. We're going to hear that a lot this season. Can January at least be sacred, for God's sake? I mean, until pitchers and catchers report. Good Lord. Can we at least pretend like they're going to be good for a couple of weeks before you have to start telling us that they won't score? Oh, that graphic just got under my skin. All right, here's something pretty gross. You ready? Yeah. Connor McDavid. You're familiar with his work? Just really good at hockey. As good as there is. Best hockey player on planet Earth. He is to the NHL right now what LeBron is to basketball, Trout is to baseball. Mahomes, yeah. Guy could win the Hart Trophy for the most valuable player every year for the next eight years. No one will be surprised. His superpowers, according to Axios, may come from a smelly source. Hmm. Get this. Connor McDavid has worn the same exact pair of socks for every game in his eight-year NHL career. Refusing to switch after the manufacturer discontinued them. So people have heard about this, I guess, teammates and stuff, and they've gotten him new socks. But he doesn't want to wear them because, I guess, the exact kind of sock that he likes the feel of aren't made anymore. Quote, it's got to be the shoes, Spike Lee said in the iconic Air Jordan commercial. In this case, it's got to be the socks, they wrote. I'm going to show you a picture. Because I don't think just hearing it does it justice. Imagine playing hockey. You ever been in a hockey locker room, by the way? Gnarly. It's the smelliest. I mean. Grossest stench. It ain't right. That you can, you're going to find anywhere in America. No amount of Febreze. No amount of freshener. Nothing. <laughs> There's nothing that can be done. So just imagine wearing the same socks every game for eight years. This is what they look like now. I want you to explain to people. We're like, This is a... Uh, this will be fun. Explain to people what you're seeing. So, you know, have you ever seen, like, a 1980s sitcom and, like, here comes a hobo-type character, right? Imagine the, the the fingerless gloves that he was wearing that they discolored. <laughs> and they, like, they like dyed them really gross, right. like, cut them up. That, but for socks. Like, your fingers poke through the gloves, but not because they're designed that way. Right. At some point, there's, like, they just tore and there's been scissors taken to them. His big toes, his... Would you call these pointer toes? What are they called? The the toe right, the longest toe right next to the big toe. Would that be a pointer toe? I don't know actually. Second toe? Let's say fourth from second from the left. Yeah. Or or second from the inside. Uh huh. This is getting way too confusing. So next, so everyone knows the big toe. Start there. You work one to the right. One Boom. to the right. Or from left. There. Oh crap! <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, it's hard. The two toes. Yeah, the two seed that go the farthest out. 
Can we do that? Yeah, see, but that's not true for a lot of people. Well, that that, that second toe shouldn't be longer than the people. first toe. His toes are poking out of his socks. Yeah, they don't cover his feet anymore. So he's in his skates, and his toes are loose. Uh, loose, loose sounds like they're, they're loose. Just, they're just running around his skates. They're not secure. The oh, oh, by the way, we're focusing a lot on the fact that his toes are poking out of his socks. Again, greatest hockey player on the planet. Uh-huh. Eight years in a, of just wearing these socks now. The socks themselves look disgusting, as yes. you'd imagine. Yes. They're discolored. They Rust. used to be black. They're uh-huh. not anymore. They also, you know how socks, that the, the best feeling in the world is that new sock, kind of cushiony, soft, oh, yeah. wonderful. They look like they could scratch you and make you bleed. Yes, they these do. These socks. Yes, they do. They like, are, what is he doing? I, well, now, what I thought it meant was, hey, he only wears this certain kind of sock. That's what I thought. Like, it's this discontinued model, and he he hoarded them, like Elaine hoarded sponges on Seinfeld. I, I guess that's possible. Different. But, they, but they're alleging, because when I've heard interviews with him, that was what I came away thinking as well. They're alleging in this piece on Axios that he has worn the same pair of socks. Pair means the same Oh, socks. yeah. That's what it means. And based on the look, does it look like he changes socks? Does very not. Often? It looks like he's never changed socks his whole life. <laughs> right. This is the Forrest Gump shoes of socks. Yeah. He wore those into like a kiln. He wore those into like a, a fire pit. But as we like to do here on Grant and Danny, we were discussing this before the show. And we're talking about how gross this is, and we said, "Hmm, what is the grossest thing you do that you shouldn't do?" Connor McDavid, after all. Wears the same socks to every game he plays in yep. year after year after year. And we all agree you shouldn't do that. Gross might not be the right word. I think it's a fine word. But it's just something you do that is somewhat disgusting to other people that you probably shouldn't do. I figured we could go round the room and come up with the grossest things that we do that we shouldn't. Share them. And we could share them into just, just to each other as friends here on the radio. No one else can ask to hear them. We can also take calls on this. Here we go. On the MGM National Harbor listener lines at 800-636-1067. got to screen the hell out of these, Ryan. Yeah, you got to be really tight on your call screening there. Gross thing that you do that you shouldn't. Danny, what is your wearing your socks to every game for eight straight years, Connor McDavid move? So I have two that I could share with the people. I think I may just do that. The first one, I want everyone to understand this isn't sometimes. Every single time I brush my teeth, okay, I'm right-handed. I brush my teeth with my right hand. My left hand, I get that little pointer finger. Everyone knows the pointer finger, right? The, the, the with your with your you left hand. Over it, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's different with your feet. There's a pointer foot. Yeah. I don't know, pointer toe. No one knows. That pointer finger goes right into my belly button, and I itch. And I scratch around, and I just I just work my belly button with my pointer finger with my left hand, with my lower finger. It's the weirdest thing. I've while ever heard. I brush my teeth, it's I realized several years ago. I didn't even realize I was doing it. I've done it my whole life, and I and it was pointed out to me. And I now have to basically I, a lot of times with married couples, you know, you, you're open, you share things. I brush my teeth. You brush your teeth with the door open. I have to have the door closed now so she doesn't see this disgusting, bizarre habit of me rooting around in my belly button with my pointer finger. That is bizarre. It's weird. I would say more than gross. I mean, it's not not gross. It's a little gross. Belly buttons can be kind of gross. But it's just, that's just peculiar, I would say. Second, if there's any kind of pimple, any kind of zit, any kind of, um, you know, whatever, the, the, the skin tightens, I will squeeze that SOB. 
until I bleed. The best thing in the world, listen to me, look at me. The best thing in the world is if you catch it at the right time and you squeeze it and it shoots onto the mirror. Oh, you hear me? That stops. Stop, stop. That's disgusting. It leaves you and goes onto the mirror. And if you get a little sound with it, stop. That's so gross. The stop. feeling. Okay, we get it. No, of it leaving your body, Grant. No, I'm not even doing a bit anymore. That's enough. Yes. Thank you. All right. So that's, that's just unbelievable. By it's the way, mine. this isn't supposed to actually turn people's stomachs. Like some people are eating while they listen. You're saying grossest thing. Okay, but it, you you were you had a little bit too much fun with that. I'm just telling you what you, happens. You could have said, "I like to pop my pimples." That, there you go. That's different. It's it, but what I do is different than that. Most most people go about their oh I'm gonna pop that not me. So Connor McDavid has worn the same socks in every game. He's every time you've ever seen a highlight of Connor McDavid, he's wearing these socks. I can't even imagine. He has 89 points this year in those socks. In those <laughs> socks and all the points and all the trophies and all of the awards before that in those socks. What is your thing that you do that's gross that you know you shouldn't do? Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Grant and Danny on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You know, players are very particular about their equipment. You're not going to play, obviously, with just any stick or wear just any skate. So let's get to the entire key to your yeah. career. Let's get to the socks, Louis. We found the secret to your speed. It's these socks <laughs> oh, right here. Now boy. explain what's going on with these. Oh, I love this because this is so typical of a hockey player. You love these socks because of the grip they give you yeah. in your skate? Yeah, you know, they just don't make them. Uh, they don't make them anymore, that, uh, whatever that brand is. I think it's... SCCM brand or something like that, but uh, they don't make them that way anymore. Or I guess maybe they do. You just got to wait and wear them. So, well, um, anybody out there has them, send them this way. <laughs> <laughs>
That's Connor McDavid talking about wearing the exact same socks for eight years running now. So that's pretty gross. What uh, gross thing do you do that you shouldn't? That is what we've stumbled into here on Grant and Danny. Judy Bautista joins us at 3 o'clock. She'll be lucky she's not listening on the Odyssey app right now. Looking forward to seeing what NFL Network's Judy Bautista has to say about a Dan Snyder sale. And at 325 today, does the silence right now surrounding a Snyder sale worry you at all? So Danny just gave us his gross things that he does. I don't even want to reiterate or go back through one of them. But I'll, I'll go with the odd thing that you stick your finger in your belly button when you brush your teeth. Yep. That's very strange. That is very true and very weird. My grossest thing I can come up with on the fly, I'm sure there are others that if you ask my wife, she could give you a whole list. I think that if I wasn't married, I think I probably wouldn't have changed my sheets on my bed over the last three years. I I just I remember like when I was out of high school, I started living on my own right at 18. I left uh, where I grew up, King George, came up here to Northern Virginia to go to George Mason. I, I would guess, Danny, there were stretches where I went a year or oh, yeah. more without washing my sheets, totally. changing my sheets, and it just never even occurred to me. Like, this is something I should be doing. Never. My wife does it like every two weeks, and it's just constantly a new, fresh feel to the bed and everything. I mean, every season we've got different pillows and different this, different that. But I'm telling you, if I was just a bachelor just living you. on my own, it's just me, I would walk into like one. You see this in a movie with like nothing on the walls and like a bed who's kind of on the floor. And I would just lay in the bed and I would get up in the morning and I would never think about it. And I I would venture to say I might wash my sheets every few years. But I don't even know if I if I would think about it, if it would even cross my mind. I'd use them until it became uncomfortable. Then I'd just buy new sheets. <laughs> that is actually, what I would do. I I, and I do remember that when I was in college, one time I was like, there was something about the sheets I didn't like. Okay. I don't remember exactly what it was. They'd, but they'd hardened. <laughs> there was something about the James. Them. Yeah. And, and I said, you know what? I need new sheets. And I just went and bought new. It was that. Yes. It was not. I wasn't going to wash them and put them back on. Wasn't going to happen. So that's, that's pretty gross. Let's go to Tony. Who's in Fairfax on Grant and Danny. Tony, you're on the fan. What's up? Hey, Tony. What's up, boys? Number one, the toe next to the big toe is the toe that stayed home. And the grossest thing that I do is, like, when I don't have floss or a toothpick handy, I'll nibble off a perfect slice of my best fingernail and use it as a toothpick. Uh, my <laughs> wife caught me doing that one time, and she was just appalled. So <laughs> I have to hide it when I do it. I'm out. Lo- love the show. Thank v- you, buddy. Very functional move, by the way. Functional. And I have done that. Definitely gross. Better a fingernail than a toenail, I suppose. Right. Right? Right? Uh, yeah, that's hard. I, I definitely I bite my fingernails, which is very common, I would say. Not yeah, only like gross, but someone might think it is. But I probably am the guy. Like, I'm pretty good about making sure they end up in the trash. But I, I could imagine having some fingernails laying around, uh, everywhere. Every some have been then. discovered in my homestead. <laughs> like that's That's not a great situation. Let's go to Bobby in Alexandria. Hey, Bobby. What's going on, guys? Hey, dude. Happy New, Happy New Year. Um, Happy Thanksgiving. The worst thing I can think of that I ever did, like when you go to the bathroom and you come out and you don't wash your hands. Bobby. And then you start to think, and I learned this a long time ago, you start to think all the nasty stuff that's on the handle, that's wherever it is. So now I just take a little napkin, open the handle up, and throw it in there. But that's the nastiest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> Go to the bathroom and not wash the hands and stuff. I, I, I can give you a list right now of people in this building that I have seen do that, 
it never leaves my mind. Does that make sense? Yes, they are they are forever labeled exactly. I'm in like, that way in your mind. I just watch that dude. And especially if you come out of the stall and you don't wash, there's a whole list for we you. We know. We know. Urinal, okay, we could get by. The stall? And by the way, the urinals, it's not like that's not a great situation. That ain't great either. You're on a list, by the way. But you might have, you, there might not have been any skin to skin contact there. You, I, I'm not, I, I judge, but I'm not going to never think of you the same way again. I just would prefer you wash your hands. Because you should wash them a few times a day anyway. This is a reasonable time to yeah, do it. You're in close proximity to the sink. Exactly. Just take advantage. Why not? Take advantage you of it. You come out of the stall and you hightail it out of there. Out of the Eric? I, I'm going to think different way about you for uh, the rest of the time. My opinion goes down. Do we even want to give Ryan the platform after all the gross stuff he was saying before the show? Yes. All right. People need to you know. You only got a minute, so you got to pick one of the many that you said. He has a he had a bunch, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I had several. a lot. I had a lot. You know, I'm in my prime right now. Mm-hmm. But he, here's the one For gross that I things is what you're yes, saying. Yes, but he, here's a gross thing that I I just have a habit for. I'll I'll fart. Yep. And then I'll immediately sniff it, and then I'll just kind of <laughs> score it of like a he one to ten. Scores it. <laughs> That's disgusting. It's it's nasty, but it's a he, guilty pleasure. He's cupping his own soup. <laughs> he wants <laughs> you to know. Bro. I probably shouldn't, but I, I'm being honest. I'm just no, being I, honest. I, we your we appreciate your honesty. A, your honesty is appreciated. Thank you for being honest. It's very nice. Listen to this transition. <laughs> Judy Bautista mm, yes. of mm. NFL Network, renowned reporter, joins us next on Grant and Danny, right here on 106.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 